the other thing that struck me is, is this woman, this was a random sampling of Medicare-only recipients from non-rural counties. So they, they were coming from urban environments uh, where presumably speed of BLS uh, or the speed of transport and, and BLS interventions, it, it kind of weighted toward uh, the efficacy of BLS. Whereas uh, in the in the ur- uh, rural environment where transport times are longer, um, the ALS might uh, potentially be more beneficial. Uh, take a little extra time to secure that airway, get a vascular access when you're 45 to minutes to an hour from the hospital versus uh, pick up and uh, you know scoop and run um, if you're in an urban environment. She's postulating that. She's saying that, hey, you know, these scene times potentially were longer because they're doing all these ALS interventions. But her study wasn't weighted to actually look at the efficacy of those interventions. There's some inference there that that intubation, uh, quality of intubation attempts uh, is somewhat lacking. That's something we've known for quite some time in EMS. No hard data that says, well, uh, IV access and drugs and intubation and, and all of this sort of thing is, is uh, contribute to worse outcomes. She was looking at ambulances that were dispatched ALS versus dispatched BLS um, and, and what their outcomes were. I just, you know, apparently the injury severity scores were fairly well matched for the trauma patients between the two groups, uh, which, which brings to mind that's not, you know, that's not news. We, we've long studied the, or we've long known that, that aggressive fluid resuscitation in trauma is probably not a good thing and that long scene times in trauma are probably not a good thing and that endotracheal intubation, widespread endotracheal intubation is probably not a good thing. You know, it did show that scene times make a difference. Uh, I don't think you can make the leap that ALS as a, a skill set or, or procedure, ALS procedures, are the culprit here. Uh, more likely it is it is the propensity for ALS providers to linger on scenes when they shouldn't. And one, one uh, commenter in a Facebook thread uh, addressed very well, pointed out that, uh, you know, the disparity in quality uh, in in paramedic education programs uh, is is also at play here. You come to some places and and paramedics understand these these relationships uh, and treat accordingly. Um, it's also I think it's also I think the indifference of the paramedics given yeah. the, given the care as well. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know that um, I'm, because how many times and I don't mean to cut you off, but you, you touched on a little bit of a nerve for me. But how many times when paramedics come out of school that they think that they're at the top of the food chain and they're the best clinicians when really that's where their training starts and they're not doing anything to increase their knowledge when they're seeing these things and you know I, I think that you know not only is it the fact that the, the training programs but I think the onus has to go to the indifference of some of the paramedics are out there who are thinking I know everything there is to know about EMS 